POV Gamecast, where each and every Friday we gather on twitch.tv slash bigboylittleboygaming at 8 p.m. Central to talk about everything we love and hate about video games. I'm one of your co-hosts, Andrew, joined alongside, as always, is Johnny, a.k.a. Little Drizzy, a.k.a. Malcolm X, a.k.a. Miles Morales, a.k.a. none other than Black Kool-Aid himself. How are you, and what have you been playing, man? Uh, I've been alright, just been a little bit sore from work, but to be honest, I haven't really been playing anything, just been, honestly, watching movies. Yeah. Yeah. What have you been watching? Um, I've been watching, um, horror slash, uh, adventure action type of stuff, you know? Sounds vigorating. Yes. <laughs> also joining alongside us is the mean bean Mexican mad mean machine himself, Kyle Rodrigo. How are you, buddy? What's up, dude? I'm doing great, minus the bubble guts I got going on. So, <laughs> besides that, I'm doing pretty well. I look sickly, kind of, because I know it's I, coming. I hate that you used the term bubble guts. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. That was <laughs> disgusting. It really threw me off. <laughs> Well, yeah, I thought you never had it before. <laughs> I've just never heard it described that way. Well, Trust that's me, I've a pretty common common term. I've for it. definitely been succumbed to the bubble guts once or twice in my life. But uh, yeah, great. I'm glad to hear that you have those. You deserve it. How? What have you been playing anything lately? Uh, just Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, you enjoying it? What are your thoughts? Well. It pissed me off last night. <laughs> really? Why? Because I got to like that section. I, I'm sure, sure Zach played it, uh, where you have to duel, like, do, like, six or seven different duels to get this armor, and they just got more complicated and complicated, and I was just, I was like, I, I had it. I beat them all, but, I like, at the end of the day, I was just, I'm done. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Rounding out our little group here is Get Real 777 himself, the man who's better than anyone I know at Halo, and it makes me sad. Zach, how are you, buddy? I'm pretty good. A little tired. Only I know, got I like tell. two hours of sleep. It's fun. Is it because is it was it because you were too busy? Uh, what was the term he used earlier, boys? Dicking on people in Halo. That's not it's, what you said. No. Oh, dicking on kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There it is. Dicking on kids. That's that's a fantastic thing. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, what have you been playing this week besides Halo? Anything? Uh, I've been playing Temtem because they released a new update. Wanted to check that out, see uh, all the stuff they added. Um, played a little bit of Ghost of Tsushima. And then, other than that, not too much, really. Uh, a little Destiny. Yeah. So am I the only one that has picked up Paper Mario, I'm assuming? Yes. I think so. Okay. How's well, that? I... Huh? So how's that game? I was going to say, it's actually a lot of fun. Um... I've only played two hours. Uh, like Johnny, work has been absolutely killing me as well. I have just been... I, I feel like I have no free time at all this whole entire... I haven't had any free time at all this whole entire week. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I love it already. Um, it's very whimsical. It's very, very funny. A lot of uh, dick dick jokes. No joke. Uh I was actually kind of surprised. Yeah, there's a lot of sexual innuendos in that game. To the point where me and Gene Ann we were looking at each other. We were like, is this really a Paper Mario? Like, is this in Paper Mario? <laughs> like, what's going on here? Um, I love the sound design of the game. I love 
the colors, especially on this our 4K TV, like everything about it is just really, really fun. And I want to play more. I just I haven't had time, but I'll probably dive back into it this weekend. Uh, we don't really have much planned. So I want to hurry up and play through this. Not hurry. I want to take my time with it because there's, there's like there's a big like collectibles like section of the game. You can fill up like a museum, kind of like an Animal Crossing, and you can like display it and stuff like that. So I want to try to complete that at least as much as possible, and then eventually try out Ghost of Tsushima. So Zach, if you still haven't found anybody to link up with your PSN accounts, I would still like to do that. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you about that. I didn't hear from you last week, and I'm like, doesn't he want the fucking game? <laughs> I do, but I got like I was just saying, I just haven't had a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, Hey, thank you, Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan's in the chat. Unfortunately, he could not be joining us tonight, running a little late with work. Totally understandable. But uh, he said, nice background, boys. I made it in less than 10 minutes, but I figured since this entire episode's basically going to be about the Xbox Showcase, I was like, why not have something? And uh, the BBLB Gamecast is optimized, you know, for Series X. But so... Like I had stated, this is the BBLB podcast where you can watch us live every Friday on twitch.tv slash Gaming at 8 p.m. Central. If you like that and you like what you hear and you want to help us out, you can go on over to patreon.com slash Boy. That's right, babies. We've got a Patreon page. You can become a Patreon at any one of the three tiers and you can get unedited podcasts and even a little bit of some more fun stuff. If you've got no cash to spare and still want to support us, you can follow us over on Twitch or subscribe to us on our YouTube. And to find that, you have to search big boy one word, little boy one word. It's very unfortunate because you have to have 100 subscribers on YouTube in order to have the YouTube.com slash, which is absolute utter bullcrap, but whatever. A little bit of housewarming to let everyone know what we got going on. We have a new podcast, Big Screen Little Cast, and that is not, or bleh, Big Screen That's Little Screen. My bad. And it's now available on Spotify. Yeah, we're big timers now, baby. It's on Spotify, and it's over at anchor.fm slash big screen, little screen. On this show, we review and discuss movies and movie franchises. This week, this week's episode is all about Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins. We'll be continuing the Nolan universe next week with The Dark Knight. Hey, Max is in here. Woo, what's going on, buddy? What's up, dude? Yeah. That's, uh, that's about all we've got going on. Wait, <laughs> just kidding. We have a new YouTube series up right now. It's called Drunk History Resident Evil, where I sat down with our resident Resident Evil fanboy, Kyle, got him drunk, and then asked him a bunch of questions about Resident Evil. And he told me the entire story, starting from Resident Evil 1 all the way to Resident Evil 7. It's a wild ride. It's fun. Kyle edited it all himself. He did a fantastic job. I, I am honestly extremely impressed. Uh, Matt did the animations, if you watch the video. Uh, and it was, a, it was a team effort collaboration, and it was great. It's fantastic. It made me cry multiple times. With that... The entire story. I didn't miss a single detail. <laughs> yeah, that's 100% true. And with that being said, we're just going to go ahead and hop over right into some news. We're going to keep this kind of short um, because, like I said, a big portion of this show is going to be the um the games showcase so this first one zach you sent this this is from GameSpot. final fantasy 14 extends free trial to entire base game and first expansion final fantasy 14's heaven sword heaven's word is that heaven's zach, word thank you i read sword because i'm illiterate 
Heaven's Ward expansion features many of the game's high points, and now it's free along with higher level caps and more content. The article goes on to say, along with its next major update, the Square Enix MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV on PC and PS4 will expand its free trial offering in a big way. Revealed during the latest 14 letter from the producer livestream, once patched 5.3 launches on August 11th, the free trial will include the entire base game, uh, which includes A Realm Reborn and the first expansion pack, Heaven's Ward. Players will be able to access all the playable content that comes with both games, which extends into Heaven's Ward's post-launch content that leads into the follow-up expansion, Stormblood. Those are some freaking baller-ass titles. Heaven's yeah, Ward, their newest Stormblood. expansion's called Shadowbringers. So Shadow baller. Dude, I, like, I wish I had like a hood, and, and I could just be like, hold on. Oh, great. What's he going to do? That's Cornholio. To shadow Got to study it the whole time now. <laughs> My plug fell out. Just leave that out. But anyway, I haven't played any of this game, and I know Zach, you were kind of messaging in the Discord talking about it. You're still playing, correct? Yeah, I I don't like play constantly, like every day or whatever. But I at least come back. Like if I get burnout, I'll come back when new content drops, or if I feel like playing it, I'll just play it. But yeah, I've been playing it for quite a while though yeah i didn't even like i said to you <laughs> i didn't even know that game was still relevant oh so yeah that, still oh, kicking cool. baby i think they have like 20 million users that have at least sub to the game i don't That's know what so the cool. count is now the legitimate count but they've at least had 20 million accounts like created for the game that's honestly really really cool because i never would have thought that a final fantasy mmo rpg would have ever been something that was like this big <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, back in the day, 11 was really good. I don't think it was nowhere near that big, but it was definitely a really good MMO. I just never got around to playing it because around that time I was playing other games and I really wasn't too big on online stuff. But yeah, it's nice seeing Final Fantasy being a huge MMO as well on top of just the regular RPG series that it is. Right. That's so cool. So moving right along, this is an uh, article from Polygon. Rocket League going free-to-play, leading Steam for Epic Game Stores. Players who paid will get some in-game goodies. Rocket League, the Cars playing soccer multiplayer sensation, is going free-to-play this summer. Developer Psyonix Cy announced on Tuesday. The game currently costs $19.99. The free-to-play update for Rocket League will be the biggest one yet and will include major changes to the tournaments and challenges systems, Psyonix said in a news release. It will add cross-platform progression for players, item inventory, Rocket Pass progress, and competitive rank. The update will also co coincide with the game's debut on the Epic Game Store and its removal from Steam. Psyonix said the Steam players will still get updates and will be able to play with those on other platforms. Rocket League is available on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Windows PC, and Xbox One after the change. So this is some of the things that the people who already have bought the game will get this summer. All Rocket League branded DLC released before free-to-play. Established 20XX uh, title that displays the year when the player first started playing Rocket League. 200-plus common items upgraded to legacy quality. Golden Cosmos Boost, uh, Desi Oro Wheels, and Huntress Player Banner. Now, this is actually pretty cool because I don't really like Rocket League too much. It wasn't like the biggest, like I wasn't like the biggest fan, but I'm willing to you know, hop in and play for free if we all get together, like Jonathan just said, and did like a BBLB Rocket League night where we're all on different consoles and we're just playing together. I think that would be a lot of fun. We all just crack open a beer, have some laughs, you know, stream it. It could be a lot of fun. 
That's anybody, the only way I've ever played that game, like, if anybody's yeah. is drunk. Like, I, I, that's not a game I can sit down and just play, but, like, it is fun when you're just, like, fucked up with a bunch of friends. Yeah. And it's really strange because we have a mutual friend that's actually, like, good at the game and, like, plays in tournaments and stuff like that and is, like, a part of, like, a, a team. His name is Tyler. Um, so I'm sure he's probably really, really stoked about this. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I Like I said... I'm so down to play with all of you guys if you guys are willing to play. Oh yeah, I'd Free be down to play. To play, play it. It. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's Hell been yeah. quite a while since I've played it, but I'd be down to do it. Johnny, what about you? You're being awfully quiet. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I would be down to play Rocket League because I legit bought the game, I uh, think, uh, when it was fairly new and been playing ever since and actually went back into it not too long ago knowing that it has a season pass now. Which yeah. is actually pretty cool. But yes, I'll be down. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Alright, moving right along. So this one, there's a lot to unpack in this one. And I'm not going to read the entire article because <laughs> there is a lot. So this is from news.xbox.com from the Xbox Wire. It's called ID at Xbox Summer Game Fest Demo Event Showcases 70 Plus Games. And... Oh, my brother goes on to say in the chat, Drunken Rocket League, almost as good as Drunken Mario Kart. Oh, I can yeah. totally see that. So, I'll read the summary. 70 plus games available to play during ID at Xbox Summer Game Fest demo event. ID at Xbox Summer Game Fest demo event will run between July 21st to 27th, so there's still three days left. With ID at Xbox Summer Game Fest demo event, we'd like to bring to you, in the comfort of your own home, 70 plus fantastic game demos of unreleased Xbox games that will be available for you to download and play between July 21st through the 27th. Games will start to be playable today, as of four days ago, and we encourage you to continue to check your Xbox dashboard as more will continue to become available throughout the week. Just remember that most of these demos are at an early look at gameplay and may not represent the full game release, including the availability in each country as developers continue to update and refine their title ahead of launch. We're also excited to share the 15 newly announced games below that are coming to Xbox. I'll just announce these, and then everything else, if you guys are interested, uh, you can go check it out. I will link this in the description of the YouTube video when this goes live, and I'll put it also to on our uh, anchor.fm if anyone's interested. So these are the 15 newly announced games below that are coming to Xbox. I don't know why I said below. Okay. I'm probably going to butcher some of these. Butcher it. Ars Fabulae by Punk Notion. Back to Belt. Um, Mauricio Felipe. Darkestville Castle by Epic Llama. <laughs> if, if, ephemeral Tale. <laughs> Dogling Dog. <laughs> Fractal Space by Hayes Games. Glacied by Puny Human. K's in the Wild Masks by Pixel Hive. Mars Power Industries Deluxe 7A Games. <laughs> Excuse me. Pixel Skater by Chicopee Games. Seasons of the Samurai, Top View Studio, Skycadia by Studio Nice, LLC, Space Otter Charlie by Wayward Distractions, The Ambassador, Fractured Timelines, Tiny Dino, The Dark Eye, Chains of Satinaw, Electric Entertainment, or Daedalic, or, I don't even know, and The Dark Eye, Memoria by the same stupid company. <laughs> there are a bunch more games on this list. Uh, one being Destroy All Humans, so that's really cool. But 
other than that, like I said, if you guys want, I have this linked already into our Discord chat. So if the three of you want to check it out, cool. If not, I will have it. Whoa, what is Skatebird? What is this? Oh, are, you reading, are you reading me a biblical text? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. So there, there's a lot of games, and they're all available right now to check out. They're all game demos. And like they said, don't forget, these are, um, you know, in the early workings of the games. They're still working things out. So don't be too overcritical. Johnny, stop yawning. I know I'm boring. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, guys, yesterday was a very big day for Xbox. This was their chance to show Sony fans, hey, we're still making video games. We still have a console on the way. We still have Game Pass. This was their big moment. And before we go into the detail about the 21 games that I want to talk to you guys about, I'm just curious as to one question. What are your overall thoughts of the showcase? I'll start. Not going to lie to you guys, I was pretty disappointed. Halo, it started off awesome. I'm so looking forward to that. I'm so beyond excited. But as we continue to go through, there really weren't anything else that was like popping out to me, making me go, that's it. I'm an Xbox fanboy again. I want to play more Xbox games. You know, and I definitely do not want to buy an Xbox Series X now. Like, I have no intentions of getting one, and I really thought this was going to be their opportunity to start promoting it. Instead, all this made me do was go, I need to make sure I re-up my Game Pass account. Because, <laughs> like, all these games are on Xbox Game Pass. With that being said, I want to pass it over to Zach, because I know you're probably going to have a lot to say about this. What did you think of the Xbox July 2020 Virtual Games Showcase? All right, so I pretty much have to agree with you. I think the overall presentation was pretty disappointing. I mean, there's nothing really that's drawing me to want to get a system, considering everything is coming out on PC as well. So, I mean, it well, literally... Yeah, okay. Sorry to interrupt, but your PC is probably better suited to play these games, and it's probably better optimized for these games than the Series X is going to be. Yeah, Probably. I mean, I need to upgrade a little bit. Like, my graphics card is kind of old, but I mean, I'm still sure it'll probably run better than a Series X. But yeah, yeah it's just it's just disappointing. Like, they try to, you know, get us all hyped up for this reveal, and most of the stuff they showed, there's, like, no gameplay at all. There's little to nothing. The only yeah. thing that I liked that I took away from it was the Halo gameplay. Just the gameplay is the whole core of how it like looks and f how it'd feel to play but yeah. the overall like look of it for it being on one they said it was on pc so you're not even showing the true power of the xbox series x yeah off the bat that's one thing that's a problem two it was a demo build what people are saying an early demo build so you don't even get to see the full context of what the game could look like so i could right. kind of tell that's how it was because like a lot of the stuff for the backgrounds, like the terrain and stuff, like especially with, I don't know what it was that was attached to the mountains and stuff. It looked like some blocky shit from like Minecraft. And it was just very disappointing <laughs> to see some of like these models and stuff. It's like, it definitely has to be an early build. And it's just depressing to see because like, you're trying to hype people up and get them to want to buy one, this console, or at least two, uh, get these games that they're showing off and you're showing an early build like I don't get it yeah it's probably the most playable and like 
more optimized build of the game, but why have something planned out for so many months and just not, you know, try and get it, like, to run good and look as good as possible? It's like, just why even bother? Right, I completely agree with you. Johnny, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm not going to say that it was, like, terrible, because they at least tried, but it also, it still was kind of lacking, because the thing is, it was majority of people wanting to see this was for Halo Infinite, like, mainly, and then everything else was kind of, like, tacked on so you can actually make it, like, an hour-long showcase, and that was kind of, like, eh, but, like, at least they tried, but also hearing the fact that, um, this is not gonna be it, because there was people that were kind of upset, like, hey, we still didn't see how, when this actual system's gonna come out, or the price point of when what this system is like, we still have months to go before the holiday season. Yeah. So we just basically what this is in my eyes was a placeholder, essentially. Yeah. But uh, I wasn't disappointed, but I wasn't impressed. And I'm kind of right. like in the well, middle. Something that you got to remember too: they only showed off nine of the fifteen studios that are working on stuff right now for Xbox. So there's then they did say there's going to be another one of these coming soon. I think in August. And I think that might be when we will finally get to see the actual price point for the console. They still need to show off their cheaper model because there's two Series X that are going to be coming out. They've only talked about one of them so far. But uh, Kyle, I want to kick it off to you. What were your thoughts on this? Being a, I think it's safe to say, a PlayStation fanboy, Xbox really isn't your forte, but I know that you still watched this. What were your thoughts after watching the Xbox July 2020 virtual showcase? I mean, I was, I mean, I wasn't blown away or anything. Like, oh, hold on, wait. You're telling me is you're not trying to run to your local GameStop to pre-order this Xbox Series X? You're not jumping ship? What? No, I, that that thought didn't even cross my mind whatsoever. <laughs> like, I gotta shoot. <laughs> it, it was there was like a few games on there like I want to check out, but it's like I can wait. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole thing, like I can just say, it was like watchable. You know what I mean? Like I was just underwhelmed. Like, okay, I watched it. It was watchable. I didn't want to turn it off. <laughs> right, I know. It almost felt more like a job because, like, we do this little podcast type thingy, so it was kind of like homework, and you're just like, oh, I don't want to be doing this right now because there, that's how I felt even when I was going back and re, like, kind of watching through. I, luckily, I found a really great video that <laughs> it took everything and just shrunk it down to a 10-minute long video, <laughs> and I just watched that and took notes on every game. So we'll, we'll get that here in a second. I just wanted to read uh, Jonathan's text from the chat. He said the underlining theme from the big three events have been a lack of gameplay. I think COVID was a bigger setback than they claimed. I definitely agree. I think COVID definitely, um, yeah, like basically what you said, made it a lot bigger of a setback than they, they claimed because, yeah, there was a lack of gameplay and it sucks. A lot of these games are probably pretty cool and we won't know. And it's like you, Johnny, like you said, it's kind of like a placeholder. I think they were probably just like, well, you know, Sony just killed it. We need to have something. <laughs> so, hey, here's Halo. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I like, I like when they, uh, they, someone showed the Halo Infinite trailer next to The Last of Us on PS4, and just how much better The Last of Us looked than Halo. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, and why, why did they show it on a PC? <laughs> I know. It's just like, why show such an early build of the game, like? 
I don't get it. Yeah, like, it could be the most, like, playable and more optimized build of the game, but it's just like, you're, tr you're trying to say that your console's going to be the superior platform for this generation, and then you release gameplay footage of something that looks early in development for, right. like, what, just to try and get people excited? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. I don't yeah, get man, it. I was, watching, I was just like, this is just a Halo game. Like, I didn't see anything, like, super different about it than any other Halo game I've seen. Oh, trust me. I think Zach and I are probably about to get into a long conversation here. So I, I could go on like an hour rant, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I think I'm not a I, fan, so I'll probably I should probably just shut up. So. <laughs> Zach, I kind of feel based on the tone of your of this conversation, you and I are on different ends of the spectrum when it comes to the Halo Infinite demo that we saw. So I just, huh? At least you're on the spectrum. <laughs> we all know that this guy's on the spectrum. So I just want to start off by saying. Every game that they showed is going to be available on Game Pass. All 21 of these games across Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Windows 10, PC. It's They're all going to be available. So there is literally no reason to get an Xbox Series X unless you are a graphics whore. You know? So before we continue that, that's all I wanted to say really quick. So we're going to go down the list of all 21 of these games and talk briefly about each one. I wrote down a little bit of notes. If you guys want, I did send you a copy of these notes. They're in the Discord chat. If you want to read along, take a look at what I said. You don't have to because I'm going to be reading them. First, we're going to start the, the – the, they started off with a montage, didn't they? I didn't, I didn't watch it live. I think it was like a montage of some like games that they were working on. But then it went straight into the Halo Infinite demo. Now, this game is obviously getting a lot of criticism because it is an early build. It's on the PC. And that first character they showed looked horrible. He looked so bad. It's 2020. These game, these consoles are supposed to have, like, hyper-realistic, you know, looking things. But at the same time, I'm not mad about that because this is Halo. It's not meant to be this super hyper-realistic looking game like Call of Duty, like The Last of Us, etc., etc. They picked an art style and they stuck with it, like Breath of the Wild. You know, that game did not look fantastic. It wasn't realistic at all, but the, the visuals were so beautiful, and it's exactly what I'm getting from this Halo Infinite demo. Zach, you're absolutely right. Some of the, you know, the background textures were kind of lacking, but early build on a PC. Why'd they show that? Because they want people to know Halo is coming. I get it. They were in a rush. They were in a hurry. Sony just had one of the best gaming conferences they've ever had, and they had to follow up. How do you do that? Halo. Gameplay-wise, holy shit! It looks amazing. It looks like everything I've ever wanted out of a Halo game. It literally looks like it's Halo, like, one through three, mixed with, like, Reach, and then Doom. When he's grappling up to that mountain, like on that like rock structure, I was like, fuck. He grabs that explosive, throws it at the enemies, they all blow up. He's shooting fucking elites in the face, grappling, hooking at him. I'm like, this is amazing. There's a scene in the demo where a brute picks up a, a grunt and throws him. I'm like, give me this game already. I don't care what it looks like. I don't. All I care about is being the damn Master Chief and destroying the Covenant. And that's exactly what we're getting. What do you guys have to say about Halo? <laughs> All right. Uh, Here we go. Here we go. Okay, so... Should I, should I get mine out of the way first? I know he's going to yeah. go on a ring. Yeah, yeah, sure. But yeah, I don't care about Johnny. Halo at all. <laughs> Zach, not Zach, sorry. Johnny and Kyle, let's have you guys go first. Kyle, go ahead. Take it away. I don't care about Halo at all. <laughs> Never did. 
I have no comment. <laughs> You're gonna play it with us, you mother effer. I'll play it, and it's we're gonna, gonna be like I played every other Halo game where I just fucking die and get pissed. We're gonna we're gonna co-op it. President, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> All right, Johnny. Um, I I enjoyed it. It was just like I didn't know the whole um thing was played on PC, which that's kind of disheartening at, at, for a bit. But the thing is, it's gonna be Halo regardless. It looks dope. It, it looks good for the different weapons you see. The grappling hook looks really cool and interesting. And I'm going to see how it's going to look being flushed out in the front of the product. Um, and, like, the gameplay just looks like an actual Halo game. It's just like, I just yeah. want to be in this world again. It's like, it gives me hype. <laughs> yep, I know. But go ahead. All right. All right, let's hear it, Zach. Let's hear right, how much okay. you hate it. All right, let's get, let's get into this shit. Okay, so... <laughs> Gameplay wise, hold on. Huh? Before we continue, try to keep it a little condensed. We still have twenty other games to talk about. Yeah, that's why I'm gonna try and you know make it kind of quick. But okay, so yeah. uh, break it down gameplay wise. I think it's very solid. Looks really good. Has a mix of like every Halo game. It just gives you the trips of nostalgia when it comes to like how the combat usually is like one through three. I like the grappling hook feature. The one thing I don't like though is when it comes to recovering your shields. I think the whole hexagon animation on your screen yeah, is a little, bit a little obnoxious. Yeah. Other than that, uh, gameplay wise, definitely solid. I am excited to see more on it. Now, everything else when it comes to how like story is going to be, the art design. The lighting in the game does not look the best. Uh, I heard that there was no ray tracing, anything like that, until release. And people were comparing, like, stuff like Halo 3's lighting to it. And it, like, Halo 3's lighting just blows the game out of the water. Like, I don't I don't know why, like I said, they did this early build of the game they showed off. But other than that, I don't like the look of the brutes. I think they tried to make them more, like human-like and more civilized looking which like if you look at brutes like in halo 2 anniversary or like halo 3 they look way more menacing and even like halo wars 2 like how atriox looks and everything i just don't like that but i will say the whole like attention to detail with when it comes to shooting their armor and their armor breaking off individually i like that little touch to it same as the uh animations for the elites when it comes to their shields breaking but the one thing I'm curious to know is how, one, they're going to prepare the story. Is it going to be like Halo 5 to where you had to go through all these hurdles just to get into the story? Because for Halo 5, you had to, you know, listen to a podcast, watch series, read the books, <laughs> read comics. Like, I just really hope when they approach the story in this game, it's more straightforward and it gets straight to the point instead of how they approach Halo 5. And then... I'm curious to know if the main faction is going to be the Banished, since that's who it was that they showed off here going against the Banished. And I wonder if things like the Flood are going to come back, because in Halo Wars 2, they came back in the DLC. And yeah. Halo Wars 2 is pretty much, I believe, during and a little bit after 5. Well, so, so, real quick, I'm going to cut you off. Is this Halo? I'm. This is from IGN. We do actually have some story details that were revealed yesterday uh, after the event. It says Halo Infinite takes place well after the ending of Halo 5, with the rampant Cortana nowhere in sight and the Master Chief adrift in space. The pilot um, 
then discovers him. The pilot's name will be revealed during the course of the campaign. He ended up being named by the actor who plays him, said one of the the, uh, the writers and the game's associate creative director. The name is actually his two best friends from childhood. So we did learn that it takes place after Halo 5. So this is... Yeah. It's next. like, I think, 180 days after, something like that. 165. I only know that because I just saw a screenshot okay, of it. 165, yeah. yeah. That's somewhere around. Yeah. So... I'm just curious to see how the story's gonna be because the way they ended Halo 5 was just on such a shit note. Yeah. Like, they had this cliffhanger and it just made me feel like I didn't accomplish anything and, like, I felt like a waste just going through it. Not only it was really short, but it was just, like, not satisfying. But other than that, like I said, the gameplay is very solid. Uh, I wish when it came to the design of certain things, like I said, the brutes, um, like how the Phantom looks and everything, I kind of wish they didn't change it up so much but i mean it's just minor complaints i think it'll be a solid game i'm just disappointed that they showed an early build of the game and that it was a pc like showcase of the game and not on the series x yeah so real quick we are learning that it is the banished which you hit it you hit the nail right on the head hey what's up jupiju Woo! What's also, up? real quick, my brother said, remember when Master Chief fell from space and his armor was still really shiny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, too, a lot of people didn't like is, like, everything, like, looked brand new and, like, factory, like, it looked factory new and all that stuff. It didn't look like anything had any, like, you know, wear and tear on it, which I do kind of agree with. That's kind of stupid that, like, everything looks so brand new and stuff, but at the same time, it's, like, just a minor detail. I'm sure they could just fix that immediately with certain animations but yeah i just felt like the main problem when it came to like how it looked is the lighting just felt so off for the game and yeah. like i said there's like no ray tracing and stuff like that with that build so it's just like you're not seeing the full potential that the game could be and that's the disappointing part right so a little more of uh some stuff that they mentioned was they did give us the name of the villain he is a Patriarchs. banished is this says a banished leader named Warchief Eshrium, E-S-C-H-A-R-E. Uh, I think that's uh, one of the lieutenants then, because I know that Atriox is still around. He is the main baddie in Halo Wars 2. He's the leader of the banished, and he's still, um, he's not on that ring, I believe, but uh, he is supposedly still the leader, though, of the banished. Okay, so this one is the leader, this is a banished leader that is the leader of this halo ring that they're on yeah that's what this that's what this story is going on to say this is from the creative director uh so this goes on to say the ending sequence also introduces us to the villain of the story a banished leader named Warchief eshram who is the leader of the banished on this halo ring and is connected to the banished in a fundamental way and he says that it, they go on to proclaim this halo ring is his last stand knowing that the master chief is coming for him and then he quotes from uh the gameplay demo this is my last fight a true test of legends a story that will outlive us both. Set a fire in your heart. Bury your fangs. Fight hard. Die well. Mm. You don't have goosebumps right now? I don't know what to fucking tell you. Because that's... I can't wait to beat the shit out of this guy. <laughs> that's the thing I'm concerned about, too. Because considering Atriox is the leader of the Banished, it's just like, if this guy is going to be the main focus point of yeah. being the villain of the game, like... I feel like then this won't be the end of Master Chief's story because there's still going to be Atriox uh, leading the Banish. So I'm just really curious to see how this story is going to go and how long it's going to be. I hope it's a lengthy game because if it's just 
being on that ring and dealing with that, uh, I'm pretty sure he's a lieutenant for Atriox. I feel like it's not going to be that good and underwhelming. But who right. knows? I can, you know, eat crow. Yeah, exactly. I, I completely understand and I feel you. Um, one last thing I'm going to say about Halo before we move on is uh, they did say that there won't be a sequel to this game. So basically what they're doing is they're just going to keep adding stuff to this. And it's just going to be an ever-expanding universe. Okay, so cool. we'll see what happens. I mean, we won't really know more until, I guess, next month when yep. they hopefully... Well, like, then I can hope that Atriox is in the game then. Fingers yeah. crossed. He might not be in it at launch, but maybe he'll be in it next year. We never know. So we could have had an entire podcast, just Zach and I, about Halo Infinite. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to game number two they showed up. State of Decay 3. All I wrote down for this was a hyper-realistic zombie survival game with a scary zombie deer. I've never played any State of the K games. Have any of you guys played these? Yep, I have. But that looked really interesting, though. Like, it made me want to go back and play those two to see what this one's about. I completely agree, because I was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> Zach, why don't you give us a little bit of the backstory on State of the K then, since you've played them? Well, um, each game has their own story, but pretty much, uh, I'll give you, like, a gist of the second one. You um, basically pick uh, two survivors you want to play as. You start off... Uh, at this it looks like this military base but basically you're trying to basically escape and once you do you find an area that you want to settle down in and you're pretty much trying to build up like a civilization what you end up doing is uh scout the areas you pretty much loot for materials and stuff like that build your uh bases up uh and then other than that you just do these like little side quests and stuff on the side while also doing like the main quest of the story and then um Pretty much each survivor, if uh, they end up dying, it's a permadeath. So you play as any character that you want that you can come across by and recruit into your uh, group, which is a yeah. nice feature for it. I really like how they did that with the first and second game. And then um, I like the crafting system in it. They have a pretty good crafting system in it to where you can craft weapons, things like that. Um, gotcha. But yeah, it's pretty much like... A typical, like, zombie survival game right on. Uh, with crafting and stuff like that. Pointing to know that they didn't show any gameplay, just that trailer, but it still looks relatively cool. I'm interested. Moving right along, Forza Motorsport. Woo! <laughs> I know Johnny's excited. Look at that. <laughs> mm, hey, man. I so you can just play in your car so you can do Forza real life. No, no. <laughs> I play Forza every day. We're like, really? <laughs> you have your virtual headset, you're just playing <laughs> in your real car. So one thing that they uh, I wrote down was they this game will have ray tracing, native 4K, 60 frames per second. That's all I wrote down because it, it's just a racing game. It's a beautiful racing game. Um, I don't think any of us are really too interested. Yeah, like, not really too much. I mean, racing games a racing game. Yeah. Like, Next yeah, it up, looks, it looks pretty, but you know, like, yeah, I'm not it's gonna the, race my car. Is that what I want to do? <laughs> yeah, Kyle, it's the exact same thing we said when we watched the uh, the Sony showcase and they showed off uh, Gran Turismo. We were yeah. like, oh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> All right, that yeah. makes it. Yep. <laughs> it's, for, it's not for us, but it's for somebody. That's all that I care about. It's video games are cool. Next up on the list, number four, Ever Wild again didn't really show us much of anything besides a really cool, gorgeous-looking trailer. Uh, magic It's a very magical, untamed, mythical, mystic world, and it's developed by Rare. 
that's all you really need to say. Uh, I'm excited. I'm interested. I want to see more of it, though. You guys? It looked like, it, looked like a, it reminded me of the a Breath of the Wild, like the art style. Oh, like, what's yeah. What's the game called? And it called Everwild. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Again, it just sucks that we didn't have gameplay. Yeah. It was yeah, just... it's definitely disappointing. I don't know. I I would like to be excited for it because it's rare, but at the same time, I'm nervous because it's rare. Because the last thing they did was Sea of Thieves, and it took forever for that game to be in a really good state on launch. It was just very boring and lacked content. So yeah. I have a feeling it's going to go that same route. So I'm very right skeptical. Next on the list, number five. Tell me why. So this game... Uh, I think it was it, it, it was it like an like kind of like an interactive style game. Like it's basically just a, a narrative story. Uh, chapter one is going to be available on eight twenty seven. It's developed by Don't Nod. Um, not, I mean, it's not really didn't really catch my interest at all. I don't really care too too much. I thought it was like strange. That's what I thought it was the whole that's time. That's exactly <laughs> yeah, that's what, what that was saying. So that's a lot of people like on podcasts I was listening to and just reading on Twitter. Everyone thought the same thing. Yeah, definitely the only really interactive games like that that I really cared to play were the Walking Dead ones. Those were really good. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna get there's one on the list that we're gonna talk about here soon. That's that's all I gotta say about it. Number six, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. All I put, wrote down was this game looks incredibly gorgeous because it does. But I didn't play I didn't play the first one. Uh, I mean, it looked awesome, but I didn't have an Xbox at the time. And I know I should go back and play it because it was a lot of people's like one of their favorite games of like all time. Mm -hmm. And it's the first one's really gorgeous too. But I was watching this trailer and I was like, holy shit. They like they're claiming that it's gonna run at 120 frames per second on the Series X. So I mean, hey, if they can pull that off, that's cool. But I'm not buying a Series X just because this game runs at 120 <laughs> frames per second. I don't care. <laughs> Anybody have any thoughts on Ori and the Will of the Wisps? Um, barely, barely looked at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so gorgeous, though. That's stunning. Yeah, it does. It's um. For what I understand is the fact that it's not like a brand new game. I guess they're. It's the newest one that came out recently. Um, it's gonna just basically optimized up until optimized. That point. Yeah, it's just an upscaled version of the second game, mm -hmm. which I haven't uh, played them, but I always get recommended to play them so i mean i yeah. heard they're really good platformer games yep. i've always wanted to check them out but other than that i mean it's cool that they're doing that but at the same time it's no reason to go out and buy an xbox for it to be honest right so moving right along number seven the outer worlds dlc peril on gorgon 9920 and it's developed by obsidian games did you guys play the outer worlds i played like maybe 10 hours into it maybe yeah so, or... how far that got me but I mean, yeah. it was, it was okay. like like it was a, it was a gorgeous game and like the like customization was really cool and everything. But I don't know, I felt like it was lacking. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Some people, um, like I read reviews and stuff like that. They said it was pretty, like the empty just felt kind of the, the world felt kind of empty and they just felt like it was very like you said lacking. Yeah, yeah it literally just capitalized off of the whole debacle of Fallout seventy six. It's literally all I could sum that game up as the game yeah. that capitalized from Fallout seventy six. <laughs> so moving along to another Obsidian game, Grounded, a four player survival game, and they're gonna have uh, it's gonna be 
available on Xbox Game Preview on 728 and also Steam Early Access so people can play it and kind of, you know, give them some notes and stuff like that. This game looks awesome, like a lot of fun. And I think it would be so much fun for the four of us to sit down and play this on Game Pass because I'm pretty sure, Zach, you'll probably know this. So since Game Pass is going to be across Xbox all the way to PC, will that does that mean that it's going to be like um, cross-platform between the two? Uh, usually it depends on the game if they come out and flat out say that it is, but what they've been trying to do with their games for Game Pass is make them, you know, uh, cross-platform. Like, I know Halo will be, stuff like yeah. that, but I think this game will be cross-platform. Don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure it will be, but yeah. yeah. I feel like this one should be, because if they're... I feel like every game going forward, once the Series X is out and it's on, if and the games are on Game Pass, they're going to be cross-platform, because I think that's what their end goal is, right? Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. I mean, it's a really good business model, what they're doing with the Game Pass and everything, and to have that cross-platform, you know, backing it is just a yeah. really good thing to do. Moving right along to game number nine, and probably my most hyped game of the show. Yeah, I think it may have just beaten Halo. Avowed, another Obsidian Games. Obsidian just killed this. It's like basically it was just an Obsidian thing. Uh, a giant new expansive first-person RPG, and it looks like it just completely ripped off Sky, like Skyrim. And I'm okay with that, because I loved Skyrim. I love Elder Scrolls games, period. This game looks dope. But again, would love to see more. I hate that all this was was a giant cock tease. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, that's what I thought too. I was like, what is this? What is this? Oh, it's, oh, okay, it's over. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting anything else. Yeah, out of I, it. I definitely want to see more on it because I believe the game is set in the Pillars of Eternity universe. And yeah. I really like the first Pillars of Eternity. I thought it was a really good RPG. So Never I'm excited to see more on that. I feel ashamed being an RPG fan and I've never heard of that. What is that? Pillars of Eternity? Oh, you haven't checked that out yet? I don't know if it's on console, uh, but it's a really good um, fucking RPG. It's kind of like how, have you ever heard of like Baldur's Gate or like um, how uh, Divinity Original Sin is? It kind of plays like that in a way. Um, it's just very narrative-driven like RPG. Right. Moving right along. As Dusk Falls, Interior Night Interactive. So this is, or uh, sorry, Interior Night was the developer. It's an interactive storytelling game, and it looks a lot like Telltale. So that's basically what I was going to say when we were talking about the uh, the Walking Dead games. Like, this just looks like that style, but more, like, Johnny and I were talking about it. It's like stop, stop motion, but, like, real, mm. it's weird. It I, looked I, very, I, very strange. I wasn't really interested in it, like, at all. Like, I kind of... I didn't. I didn't feel anything. I, I like walked away at that point <laughs> for just like a minute to go do whatever. Like I don't give a shit. Whatever. I say I like the art style too, but it's just like like you said with most of these games, I need to see more on this shit to actually see if I'd be fully interested in it. But other than that, the main takeaway for me is I I like how you know the art style was for the game. Yeah, I feel like this game's just basically going to be like a one and done. It'll it'll be like a couple hour experience, couple hour long experience, and that'll be about it. I mean, that's yeah. kind of what those interactive storytelling games are, like all the Telltale games. Like, my only PlayStation tro like Platinum trophies came from those games, like Batman, you know? <laughs> so, moving along, uh, number 11, Hellblade 2. I'm not sure why this was even there. Like, Ninja Theory just basically, sh they showed the trailer, that like the gameplay, not trailer, like, yeah, not gameplay, but the visual footage from... Um, the game awards and then just were like yeah 
Uh, it's going to be on the Unreal uh, 5 engine. And then here's some shots from Iceland. It's like, okay, <laughs> cool. So moving on, number 12, Psychonauts 2. This was actually pretty cool how they had like Jack Black coming in and he was like recording the theme song. I know, Johnny, you and I were watching the live stream together. You were getting hyped for this. All I wrote down for this it was like super acid trip platforming game. So I'm honestly excited for it. Mm -hmm. It's like Psychonauts is kind of like one of those um niche type of games that are like a, a platformer that basically it was it like it enters the mind of other people and uh creates like a, a world depending on like how that person is like looking basically their what their mindset is and it's crazy right. and just seeing just the um just seeing tenacious d doing a song in that game is like it made me so hype it's like i love tenacious d so much <laughs> yeah they i mean jack black did the theme song so that's pretty cool yeah i i want to be really excited for the game but i feel like it's never gonna come out like with how long it's yeah. been like a thing it's just like just well, give me the game already yeah. did you see i think it was either yesterday or today they actually came out and said that it it, it, it got pushed to like late 2021 i think yeah <laughs> so yeah, it's just like the game's never coming out all right got it moving along yeah exactly. <laughs> <Right>. number, <laughs> yeah number 13 i know johnny and zach uh, i know johnny you're probably excited for this but zach i don't know about you i know you guys both play it destiny 2 is coming to the series x and game pass all dlc will be included in september and now beyond light is becoming out on November 10th. Johnny, you were getting super hyped when we were watching this live stream together. Dude. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little more about your excitement for Destiny 2? So the thing is, like, um, once upon a time, I didn't really, like, enjoy it because of the state it was in. And now starting yeah. to get build and build and starting to get better and better. And when Beyond Light uh, was announced, it was just, like, it was so good for me because they finally have a way to introduce Darkness as an ability. And what got me hyped was the fact that there was talk about, like, this, the actual abilities you actually have for all three Guardians. It was called Stasis. And yeah. since the where the planet was Europa, and it's all the ice, uh, icy planet, that there was talk about the abilities being ice. And then seeing this trailer, confirmed it, complete ice, and it's, I'm fucking stoked. It's so, it looks so cool. Yeah, I was gonna ask: Is this my time? Should I hop into Destiny now that they're gonna be? It's gonna be on uh, Game Pass. Should you I get, download uh, it? Um. Uh. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's free to play regardless. Right now, the majority of the content. The only thing that isn't is the two expansions, Forsaken and uh, Shadow Keep. I think is what it's called. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, all DLC will be available starting in September. Yeah. Which in that case, oh. it's just like, yeah, thanks for the money, you stupid fucks. Haha. -ha. Yeah. <laughs> it's just my my whole thing with it. Cool. I mean, I I like Destiny. I have a I have a long history with Destiny. Super long Same. history. Doing doing everything, all the raids, Trials yep. of Osiris, everything, but. Uh, the thing that I, I like the most of what they're doing is they're bringing back the old content from Destiny 1 and putting it into Destiny 2, which is nice because most of the year one stuff in Destiny 2 is really lackluster. Yeah. Jupiju told me to I should do it, I should get into it, and she's so excited. So that's awesome. I'm sure uh, I'm, I'm learning D1 now since I missed out. Wow, she didn't even play Destiny 1. That was the one, like, I played a that's lot of That's the Destiny best 1. one. It is. Uh, we, we talked 
Yeah, we talked about it on a previous podcast where I, I played a lot of it with a, a core group of people, but I had a full-time job. They didn't. <laughs> and we just kind of, our hours just couldn't match, like mesh. And they ended up just for like leaving me in the dust. And so I was like, I'm yeah, not. Yeah, Vanilla Destiny was really rough, especially for leveling. Remember that awesome like little cave though, the loot the cave? The loot cave, yeah. And how your purple engrams could turn into fucking greens and blues. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> that was like the dumbest shit ever and then they finally fixed it i'm like good job pat on the back yeah like, I, I freaking joined after that fact i was like oh fuck i heard about that shit and then yeah. and then them nerfing the galahorn and then nerfing the black uh hammer and then yep. having the black spindle and all these weapons just yeah. uh doing all that stuff from year one until the end of the game's lifespan is just like it ended on a great note mm -hmm. that's one thing i'll give destiny one like it was a really rocky start at the beginning but once taking king drop straight banger straight mm -hmm. banger of an expansion and then they ended on a high note with the uh, rise of iron but destiny two man they i don't know forsaken was really solid shadow keep was all right for the expansion but other than that the year one was very disappointing yep real quick just want to say good night max we love you too have a great sleep and we'll see you next time see you max Bye. all right moving right along number 14 stalker 2 i wrote down this is a super scary game with a creepy fetus i don't know what this is i never played stalker one uh, what exactly yeah. Apparently, like, it was like a cult classic kind of game, I guess. The really? first stock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, well, you know uh, him, Andrew. Uh, my buddy Hunter recommended yeah. me the Stalker games a long time ago. I checked out the first one. It's a pretty solid game. It's pretty much a first person survival horror shooter. But, yeah. I mean, other than that, it was cool that they announced it. I was never really too big into the series, I thought it was you know cool game when i played it but i didn't really get too wrapped up into it but i know that's one game that you know my friend hunter is gonna be really excited to play that's one question i want to ask too do you compare stalker to metro in a way yes um it's, it's kind of similar in a way mm -hmm. but other than that i mean i don't know uh I think it's uh, pretty similar, I'd say, yeah. Was that yawn? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I just, I just yawn randomly. I don't know why. My body's all weird right you know, now. I don't, I, I, I'm going to just throw this out there, Zach. It might be because you only got two hours of sleep. Yeah, maybe. Hold on, real quick side note. This is all about sleep before we continue on to game number 15. Gene Ann bought us new pillows. I got the best sleep of my life last night. I'm not even kidding. Lucky bitch. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Great value. <laughs> Moving along to number 15, Warhammer Riptide. I just wrote dope ass new Warhammer game. I've literally only played one of them and it was with Nate and we loved it. It was Warhammer 40k and it was on the Xbox 360. Space it was Marine. Yep. Space, yep. space Marine. Yep. It was so much fun. It was just, just kill stuff. <laughs> Lots of stuff. Not really much to say about it. Uh, cool. Yeah, it I'm not looks good. Uh, one thing else I have to say about it, um, I believe the dev team that's making it is called Fat Shark. They're the guys. I don't know if you guys have seen it. They did Warhammer Vermintide 1 and 2. Vermintide yeah. is shit. 
Vermintide yeah. is shit. <laughs> yeah, Vermintide 2 is really good. Pretty much, I think it's going to play the same like those games, which pretty much, Andrew, it's going to be like a Left 4 Dead type game, but with more customization, and there will be probably classes to it too as nice. well, and there's going yeah. to be a looting system in it. Cool. cool. Awesome. Sign me up. I'm excited because <laughs> it's on Game Pass, so what? It sounds like my kind of game. Yeah. Well, hey, it's on Game Pass, so you can get Game Pass for literally a dollar. Yeah. Moving yeah, right like, along. Anyone I want to check out. Yeah. Moving along, 16, Tetris Effect Connected, optimized single player and an all new multiplayer. Why are you shaking your head? Tetris Effect like, is awesome. That game okay. is really, really good. No, 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 this, it's, not, it's not so much as that. I was just like, a Tetris game? That's that's my, my feel, it's like a Tetris yeah, game? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was just gonna be like, dog, it's, it's just Tetris. <laughs> you, okay, okay, yeah. Um, we're gonna have to play Tetris together then because Tetris is awesome. Puyo Puyo, you guys ever played those games? Huh? Like, haven't ready played to them, heard of them though. Haven't given I, them a shot. Hold on, I still can't hear Kyle. What'd you say? I said get ready to win. <laughs> yeah. to play I'm just gonna fucking. Yeah. I don't know why. So Puyo uh, Tetris is awesome. Thank you, Jonathan, in the chat. Oh, my brother. He's gonna agree with you. He's your brother. <laughs> we don't agree on half the things. Andrew, you just made me proud. Good. I'm glad. Probably one of the first times in our entire life <laughs> together. No, but um, I don't know what it is. I'm like really, really good at Tetris and Puyo Puyo. I can't pronounce Puyo Puyo. I can't pronounce it. Those two games are really fun. Um, uh, Dr. Mario are also like those, those games are really fun too. And uh, just, I really love those types of games. I don't know. And Tetris Effect is just really fun. I have Tetris 99 on the Switch, which. Yeah, I was going to uh, ask you, you play that Tetris 99, boy? I won. I have to oh, say. Yeah. I, I, I think the most I gotten was like third, I think, but I didn't play it too long. I think I played it for a couple of days, got like third place. I'm like, eh, there's my peak, and then got <laughs> off. Yeah, I got a. Uh, I would. I don't think I was like super drunk but i had a couple glasses of whiskey and i was like i'm just gonna play tetris tonight and I just i was like ah, i played and played and played and i won moving on number 17 the gunk what is this game it looks cool like i like the visuals but i don't even know what it is because again they didn't show us anything and i love the name yeah the gunk it's like wait wait we're just i was literally watching it's like the gunk what? yeah it it, lo it just looks Gorgeous. That's all I can say. The visuals looked cool. That's that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's like that's been my like comment and remark on just about every single game on this whole thing. I don't know that what it is, but it looked hurt. good. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on. The medium. Kyle, is this one of the three that you were excited for? No. No. <laughs> really? It's yeah. a horror game. I was gonna say, it kind of gave me some like Silent Hill. Vibes oh, wait, was this Silent Hill one? Silent Hill one? Yeah, it looked like yeah. Silent Hill yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah, it was like. Yeah, it reminded me of like Silent Hill, um, uh, even um, what were those games? The Evil Within. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Hold hmm. on, there's sirens going off in my building, so. Fire! Oh, oh, boy. Yeah, I heard that yeah. shit. I just hear. Can you can you mute your uh, mic? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Just mute your mic and go make sure your apartment's not burning down. What in? Oh, but yeah, I'll say when it comes to that, definitely interesting. It did give me some Silent Hill vibes, so I mean, shit, I want to see more on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Moving on to number 19, Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis, which is coming new in 2021. 
I I'm excited. I loved Fantasy Star Online on the Dreamcast and the GameCube. I remember Jonathan, uh, you you had it on the GameCube, and we played a lot of it. Um, I, I'm talking to him as if he's here. He's he's here spiritually because he's in the chat. But uh, we played a lot of this together, and I loved Fantasy Star, like loved that growing up. So I'm really excited to get back into it. Zach, yeah, you play, I, right? I've been playing too. Me and uh, Tyler have been grinding the fuck out of it when it came out. We took a bit of a break though. He ended up maxing out like a while ago. Um, I think I was either close. I think I was like five or six levels off from hitting max rank uh, off of my primary uh, character, but. Yeah, it's definitely really fun. I never got to play the first one, so when the second one finally came to the West, I'm like, I need to try this shit out because I missed out on the first game, and it's amazing. And what I heard was that this one's going to be like a standalone in a way, but you can, you know, use your progress from regular Fantasy Star Online too. So, I mean, I'm sold. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm going to play it. Johnny? Um, it, it looks good, and I'm um, actually um, kind of surprised because it, Honestly, I was thinking that it was going to be a new game. I didn't know it was going to be like a build-off in the second one. It's like, okay, yeah. yeah actually, it, it looks good. Cool. Moving on, number 20, Crossfire X. All I wrote was, boom, let's blow shit up. First-person shooter, it looks pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. I mean, I saw that they were blowing stuff up, and uh, they were shooting stuff, and uh, I'm sure it'll probably be a pretty fun single-player game. Uh Probably going to have some sort of an online multiplayer because every first-person shooter these days has an online multiplayer. <laughs> so, I don't know. Zach, do you know anything about this game? Um, I think it was pretty much like uh, Counter-Strike in a way, but I believe the game like is originally like big in China. So, I mean, I don't know too much about it, but that's like the main thing I've been hearing about the game is it's originally from China and they brought it over to the West. So, I mean, it's cool and all, a new sh another shooter, you know, but... Right. I don't know. I'm kind of getting like burnt, burnt out, out. FPSs, especially <laughs> ones like how they have, you know, Counter Strike, how Valorant came out. I mean, Valorant was a nice little twist. It had like the hero shooter elements of like Team Fortress 2 and Overwatch with the gunplay and just overall core gameplay of Counter Strike. So that right. kept it a little fresh, but I mean, I still got burnt out of it. Yeah, I feel you. That's kind of how I. I kind of felt that fatigue too with like open world RPGs. I felt like we've been kind of seeing a lot of those, but oh, yeah. I mean, hey, they're making more because the next game we're going to talk about, I'm guaranteeing is going to be an open world RPG. Fable, let's go, baby. I'm so, so ready to play this game in 2023. I cannot wait for this. It's going to be so great, but um, it's going to be forever. I'm just glad that Peter Mono, uh, whatever, Mono, how'd you say his name? Monolix? Monolu? Monoyu? Something like that. I forgot how to say his name, too. Yeah, the old lead uh, creative director at Lionhead. Lion, is it, was it Lionheart or Lionhead? Lionhead Studios, I believe. Thank you. I don't know why I'm butchering everything tonight. But yeah, I'm just glad he was. I'm glad he didn't make an appearance and, like, you know, promise us a bunch of stuff that will never happen in the Fable games. Yeah, he is a shit stain on the fucking series. <laughs> yeah, but nothing will ever, ever uh, take away from Fable 1 and then when they re-released it with the Lost yeah, Chapter. Yeah, Fable 1 was nice. I honestly, I know some people didn't like, you know, the sequels like Fable 2 and then 3, but I really enjoyed Fable 2. I really hope that this one does have a co-op experience to the game. Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's you know strictly single player, I'm not going to be mad. But it'd be nice to you know play a co-op fable game again because I thoroughly enjoyed too. 
Well, here's my thing with with everything being connected and everyone well everyone being connected and everything being online. You have to imagine that it's going to be a giant like immersive open world, mm-hmm. and your friends are going to be able to jump in because that's. I hope it'll at least at the minimum be four player co op. That'd be nice. Yeah. Like you could go and do like raids and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm you really know? excited considering you know the last fable news we had was that canceled project to where it's pretty much like i think a moba i forgot the name of it but it's like basically a moba in a way and then that got yeah. canned and then there's just silence about the, you know what happened with fable so it's good to see it come back so i'm excited yeah. and honestly um i know a lot of people didn't like fable 3 but i thought it was better than 2 hot take i liked the real estate aspect of it where like you become the king or queen and you have to make like those like hard decisions like do i raise the taxes on the town or do i give everyone like you know free stuff like i actually thought that was a really cool part of the game and i wouldn't be mad if that was something that they did keep from the failure of two and three um but like yeah, i yeah i like that stuff with three but i don't know i felt like the overall like story and stuff with oh it was bad it was I think two was better, but yeah. I, I do like what you're going with uh, the whole decision-making and stuff like that. But, yeah, I felt like the story for three was just really lacking. It was awful. It was horrible. I, yeah. It was so bad, I could not tell you what it was. And not only that, I don't know about you, but is it just me or was Fable 3 have, like, the most amount of loading screens in a video game ever? Dude, I know. <laughs> like, and that was wasn't... another thing that was completely dog shit about the game. And then the whole navigation, like, with bringing up your map or, like, the, the whole sanctuary feature in 3 yeah. was complete dog shit. Yeah. And, I mean, I would love to see, like, if this game went back to its roots and had the whole, like... I mean, obviously, they're going to have the good and evil because Fable, that's, like, the main primary thing of the game it's oh, like yeah. you're either hero side or you're the dark side you know johnny are you familiar with fable yeah i am oh, okay cool sorry you were uh, i know zach and i have been kind of leading this conversation what do you think are you super excited for this what what is your history with the fable franchise um and i never really played a, ga- a fable game in, in in my life to be honest with you but i just like the aspect of how the games are played um and the roles you can actually uh, play as i think it's like the very first game that you had you make a choice from my experience of um you could be good or you could be evil and then like seeing um kind of like in a way how you play the original mass effect basically you go good and then like you just have like this blue aura and then like when you actually turn evil like you start to like basically your skin decaying and like your eyes are like um clear and shit um, I think it was like Mass Effect 2 that you start seeing this shit, but like that's what I felt when you actually made those decisions in, in Fable, where like you you can actually grow like devil horns if you go in like extremely evil yep. or something like that. Yeah, that's why I, I like that that type of stuff. It's really cool. Yeah, another cool thing that was uh, that I really enjoyed it too was just uh, the renown system. Oh yeah, I, like I forgot about that actually. Yeah, how you could like. Gonna... Like, if you, like, kill, like, a, a big baddie, like a boss, you can, like, chop its head off and carry it around with you. And then you can, like, go into, like, towns and, like, hold it above your head. And they're all like, yeah! Hey, they get all excited. Like, the, the townsfolk, you can get married in that game. You can buy land, like, houses. Yeah, it's funny. And, um, Fable 2, fucking... You, do you remember, like, how there's demon doors and stuff like that? Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, it's funny. One thing, uh, whenever I'd be hanging out at David's house, one thing he'd like to do is he'd like to take his wives through the demon door and kill them and just leave their bodies there and just fucking <laughs> go about his day. That's pretty just, funny. It's funny, like, how many wives he had in the thing, too. It's like, I like the little, like, attention to details. Like, you could show, like, in... I forgot what it is in the menus, like how many STDs and shit you had. And it was retarded how many he had. I'm like, bro, what the fuck do you do in this game all day? You know what he's doing. He's doing the things. He's doing <laughs> he's the things. banging his wives and then taking them and killing their asses. Yeah, he's doing the things he can't do in real life. That's why he's playing the game. <laughs> Fucking straight up going all like OJ Simpson and shit on them. Yeah. But overall, like we all, I think we all kind of agree that the the... The showcase itself really wasn't anything too crazy great. A couple of games here and there, lack of gameplay overall. No real hype for the Series X itself, which is really concerning. But hey, they said they're going to have another thing coming later in the year. Um, well, tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Wow, I'm so stupid. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to do like eight things at once right now. I'm sorry, guys. Anyway, before we wrap this up, I just wanted to ask you guys, what is your favorite game? from this like if you had to pick one of these games like what's the one that got you the most hyped zach i want you to go first Do you want me to go first okay. yeah which um, game of these 21 that we saw was the game that you were like hell yeah um i mean avowed's nice and all but like when it comes to presentation wise and how everything went about i'd have to say halo because that was like the only thing that was shown actual like gameplay for a while on so i mean every other game is cool being teased and all but i want to actually see stuff with these games being presented so yeah i'm gonna give it to halo so gotcha johnny yes um hmm. if i really wanted to think about it uh to be honest like warhammer like just wow yeah it's like out of all of those is like warhammer actually is the one that got me excited because like like um even though the halo infinite was like the only one that showed actual gameplay but the thing is even though that's all there i want to say like warhammers it's like something that scratches my interest because vermintide like one and I played a little bit of two. Like those games were le legit good, and I, I've yeah. seen gameplay of like the actual Warhammer four four uh, K forty K, and it looks interesting. And that alone, like it, it kind Spice of Spice Marine. Yeah, yeah, first Space Marine. Sorry, no, you're, fine. <laughs> you're fine. Yeah, if it came on like a hype factor of just a reveal, I'd say my decision would be Fable. But like actual presentation wise, I'd give it to Halo. Yeah, I think I agree too. I think Halo won the show for me with a close, close, close tie going to uh, Avowed just because I love those style of games. I love getting lost in those types of immersive open world RPGs. Um, but yeah, Halo just won. I mean, it looks like it's a return to form. It looks like they're going back to what they know best, you know, and just making a really fun game. Like, I think the single player campaign is going to be a lot of fun to just, you know, team up with your friends, co-op, like the old days. Um, I think that's going to be great. I think the online has the uh, the capabilities of being great. I mean, it. I don't know. I just, the, the sound, the sound design 
blew me away, dude. Like the the gunshots. This, oh the yeah, gun. the the guns sound beefy as fuck. In oh, dude, so much bass. Like when and that's he... one thing I liked about like the anniversary for two. Like the yeah. comparison of how the battle rifle sounds in it. Man, it sounds oh, so nasty. God. So good. Three four three does such a good like job with that stuff. And like when he gets in the warthog and he jumps off that little cliff and he smashes back on the ground like. Oh, I was in my car, and my car, I have the bass, like, turned up all the way. My car was shaking because, like, it was so bassy and crunchy, and I was like, yes, this is going to be so much fun. I cannot wait to sink my teeth into that game. And with that being said, thank you, everybody, for joining in on this episode tonight. It was a lot of fun. We talked a lot about the Xbox July 2020 Virtual Games Showcase. Saw a lot of games. Um, Not a lot about the Series X, which, again, like we said kind of disappointing this console looks supposed to be coming out at the end of this year you'd think they'd really start to show a lot of this stuff off but hey whatever i don't work there i'm sure they have a good reason why they didn't do it so with that being said this has been the bblb games cast thank you so much for joining along if you liked what you heard please stop on over to our twitch.tv slash little boy at big boy little boy gaming hit that follow button Hit that sub button if you want. And if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime, which means you have one free subscription that you can give to any one of your favorite Twitch streamers every month. And uh, if you like what you heard, hopefully that's us because that helps us continue to grow. It helps continue to make more shows and more content. And uh, who knows? You know, Maybe we'll be doing this full-time one day. But hey, thank you so much, everybody, for joining. If uh, you want to also... I'm messing all this up we have a twitter if you want to follow along for all the updates it's twitter.com slash bblb gaming we have an instagram but we don't really use it you can find it it's big boy little boy tv i already gave you guys the twitch so just please make sure you hit that like button comment subscribe go to anchor.fm almost forgot about this one anchor.fm slash big boy little boy to listen to this podcast and it'll also be on spotify on uh, monday what time i don't know but uh, thank you guys for joining. Zach, Johnny, and a chair. Uh, thank you guys. I will talk to you guys later. Johnny, yep. end this bitch. See ya.